Welcome everybody to Pick and Roll. This is your betting and discussion show on the NBA. All about picks, all about discussion, all about basketball here on the Hammer Betting Network. We go live every weekday at 11.15 a.m. Eastern Time on the Board NBA YouTube account and the Board NBA Twitter account. Subscribe and drop a like on YouTube if you're watching over there. If you're watching on Twitter, make sure to follow us there. If you're not watching Twitter, also follow us for all updates on the show. And we encourage you to watch this live on YouTube so you can interact with us in the live chat on the side. We cannot interact in real time with Twitter, so we encourage again to do that over on YouTube. It's been a good week. It's been a really good season so far for this show, but a good week in particular. And we will touch on the picks from yesterday and go into the two picks later today. Of course, two official plays coming your way, two same-game parlays, and two one-and-a-half unit plays. There is a lot that Pips is loving on the slate for today. It is quite a loaded slate. So without further ado, let's go into, first of all, the recap on the picks. Again, showing you guys how to find all the picks that Pips puts out on this show. Go to Bedstamp betstamp.app in your browser or the betstamp app on your phone you can go to the find betters or the marketplace section under media picks you'll see pick and roll up to 10 percent return on investment after the picks yesterday go two and one zion williamson clears on the same game parlay we'll touch on that one first of all here uh this one kind of had a slow start then really picked up and then it took a, a, a late bucket i think it was for zion to cash this um what were your thoughts on Zion's performance? So this is this was often the case uh, in the on the last season too. When two teams play in the two days like games, the second game is like a playoff game because teams have like just the time to think about the game and the next one, and they adjust like a ton. And that was the case in this one too because. Utah Jazz did a pretty good job at defending Zion last night. And whenever you hold Zion at 50% for two or less, you did a great job. Yeah. <laughs> and they did exactly that. And yeah, but the thing was, Zion saw like a wall in front of, in front of him and decided to kick out, to kick out, to kick out. And he was ultra passive. He scored two points in the first uh, 13 minutes of the game. And then like this, just some kind of switch they called some foul on him and he was like he woke up <laughs> yeah and then scored nine points in like five minutes and started the second half also aggressive and then disappeared like completely disappeared he had 25 points coming into the last five five and a half minutes in the fourth and and the thing is i was first time frustrated with zion because uh, pelicans were in the bonus like for the last five and a half minutes and he wasn't driving to the rim at like once maybe yeah and that's that's nothing i think that's the main reason they lost because if he was aggressive getting to the line he, they would have outscored the jazz in that time and yeah but we cashed and that, that's the most important thing and also if it weren't for the overtime Everyone will get hooked on this one because Zion had 27 points at the end of the game or the regular time. So, yeah, once again, good read to lower the line and take Zion on the alternative line. Very nice there. Uh, let's move into the second winner that we had, Jabari Smith, over 11.5 points. This one, he ends with 15. So, uh, not really sweating on that one. Jabari Smith, just another good game for him. 
Yeah, he he missed. Uh, he get, got there like even with missing the first five wide open trees. It was like a couple of in and outs, and yeah, but this one pretty easy crash for for Jabbar. And unfortunately, we will also have to talk about the losing play here. Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, does not go over. In fact, he does not get any steals or blocks in this game after uh, a flurry of blocks and steals in the previous games. Uh, I think there was a little bit less minutes here for Jaron Jackson. What happened here? Memphis, by the way, absolutely ran over the Milwaukee Bucks in this game after we did the show talk about how well they've been playing. They steamrolled and absolutely blew out the Bucks. Um, touch on Jaron Jackson Jr. and Memphis as a whole and how well they played. Yeah, Jaron Jackson Jr. had some... I, I, I was talking about this, his foul trouble, and he did exactly that four minutes into the first quarter, second foul. And the interesting thing, out of the four fouls, he made only one on Giannis, and it was in the second half. First half minutes reduction was purely because... He follows following Brooke Lopez and guys on the drives. Like a very poor game for Jaron Jackson Jr. But the interesting part is Steven Adams ended up with five blocks and one steal, just like Jaron Jackson needed to get the minutes to get this. And with him in the foul trouble, he was more cautious when trying to block shots. And he he didn't at his the usual, like attempting to, to block every shot near him he was like more trying to stay out of the foul trouble and yeah that was the result of it and Memphis just annihilated this team yeah, like yeah this, this was amazing but they actually they actually stand pretty great against the Bucks as the matchup and we talk about how great this team is on the last on the last show and they manifested all that tonight last night like they have Jaren Jackson Jr. and Steven Adams to protect the rim against Giannis, and they have Brooks, Dylan Brooks to defend Chris Middleton. Like very tough, very tough matchup for Milwaukee Bucks. So I, I mean, I was stunned by that scoreline. It's unfortunate that bet doesn't cash, but Memphis are definitely a real threat here in the NBA, but potentially another big threat in the NBA. Rather unexpectedly, given all the great players they have, you know, you would think they'd be successful, but it's kind of a joke about this team right now, how they can never get it right. Well, since firing Steve Nash, going with Jack Vaughn, the Brooklyn Nets are a force to be reckoned with, it seems. They've won four games in a row. They're up to fourth in the Eastern Conference right now. Uh, if you could touch on what seems to be going right at the moment for the Brooklyn Nets, and if you believe that they can be a threat to win the NBA championship this season. Well, it's difficult to tell, but they won eight of the last nine. And as you said, they look be- all the way better. With no the the no- defense is the biggest thing yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah. And the pairing of Claxton and, and Kevin Durant, I think they are holding their opponents at the rim at 10. Uh, KD is 10% lower than the league average, and Claxton is at 13% than the league average. Wow. So that's 99 percentile and 97 percentile at the rim protection. So, yeah, that's that's pretty amazing. Yeah. And if, if, yeah, and Simmons can just get healthy and be, like, the point of attack defender he always was and, and, and side, big side defender and helper. Like, this team has potential, especially with, like, 
Seth Curry coming back and making shots, TJ Warren finally playing. They had a couple of great games by their bench guys and we saw in the, in the game against the Indiana Pacers, their bench is legit. They have some player, good, great players. I, I love Sumner. And yeah, the, this team could be a threat, but they need to first be healthy and be locked in. And that was the obvious problem over the last two seasons for this team. So, yeah. But also one thing is, like, there is not trying to do anything that they are they are just running to Kyrie and KD. And they these guys are taking 20-plus field goal attempts a game, and that's it. Like, And also, we need to mention, like, KD playing, like, that guy is, like, out of the mind. Like, he is averaging... 30 points, six rebounds, and five assists on way above average league shooting. Like KD is just even with all these problems and the stuff they had, like everyone just not realizing how great KD is. Yeah, he's been sensational season. Brooklyn Nets look like a force right now. Um, the only thing that is going to stop, well, it sucks that for them, they're in a conference that contains the Milwaukee Bucks and the Boston Celtics. So you likely have to go through one, if not both of them, to get to an NBA Finals. Second of all, for the Brooklyn Nets, they can stop themselves. You know, if something goes wrong personnel-wise, if Kyrie Irving decides he doesn't want to play basketball anymore, there is just so much variance in the possibilities with this Brooklyn team. But uh, hey, if Jack Vaughn can set them straight here, and if they can keep all their players playing basketball... On, on their day, they could beat anybody, in my opinion. So that's an interesting team to look at. But we're going to move not on now into the Thrive Fantasy segment. Come prop up with Thrive Fantasy this Thrive. Sorry, come prop up with Thrive Fantasy this season. It's a daily fantasy sports and esports app for player props. With Thrive, eliminate the countless hours of research. Focus on only the top tier athletes with the biggest impact on the game. To play, super simple. Go to their website, Thrive Fantasy. Go to their contest lobby, as you see here, and find their $20 NBA Friday. This is the contest that we are going to focus on for today. You can take a look at the player props available. There are 20 available. All you need to do is pick 10 of these player props. You get assigned a fantasy value for how likely each side of the player prop is to occur. Rack up the most points. Get yourself in line for part of the $2,500 in prizes available today. First place gets $750. Only $20 to sign up for the contest. But when you sign up to Thrive Fantasy with Code Hammer, you get an instant 100% deposit match up to $250 on that first deposit. So it is super simple to get started with Thrive and get involved with this player prop contest. Before we started, Pips was talking about how much he loves some of the spots on this slate. And uh, I think you said you're going to go with five that you want to absolutely hammer. Let's hear what they are. So the first one is Darren Fox over 14 and a half, point and a half assists. Over the last 30 games, we, he cleared this line over 70%, getting a Pistons matchup, terrible defense, high pace. Yeah, coming after the 10, rib- 10 assists against the Toronto Raptors, looking healthy, played 41 minutes in the last game. Love this. Darius Garland under two and a half steals. He got over this line only three times in the entire season. So, yeah, nothing crazy. Easy <laughs> one. Miles Turner under 24 and a half points and rebounds against the, yeah, great interior defense of the, of the Cleveland Cavaliers. I think 
there is a small blowout possibility, small foul trouble possibility, and Cavs allow the very small number of points in rebounds to the opposing yep. big game. Yep. That's a great spot for me. And we get 100 points, so that's also great. And we have Jason Tatum under 10.5 rebounds. This way line is way too high considering uh, Time Lord is back and Horford is probably back. So this line is, I think, two rebounds too high. I expected this to be 18.5. And the last one is Nikola Jokic over 9.5 rebounds. I think this line is great, great against the Lakers. High pace. I, I think both teams could be shooting above a little bit below average, so plenty of rebounding opportunities. And I think Jokic cleared this line in eight out of the last eleven. So great spot for him. Too. Very interesting. So if you've been waiting to sign sign up for Thrive Fantasy, no better time than now. Pips absolutely loves five of the plays on this one. So all you got to do is make five more on your own. Get up to ten, rack up the points, get yourself in line for part of that twenty five hundred dollars in prize. But don't stop there. Thrive Fantasy has over $200,000 in guaranteed prize available available weekly on their platform. Just get started with Code Hammer for that deposit match and make it super easy to start. Now we're going to move on into the next segment, of course. It is the official picks segment on the show here. If you've been tailing the picks recently, you've been having a good time like Tuna over here. And uh, he's looking for some more today. We are absolutely going to hope for some more today. And there's two one-and-a-half unit same game parlays on the slate for today. So another great chance for some profit. First one involves my Raptors. They are not playing well recently, but they are playing against the Brooklyn Nets who have beaten them three times this season. Here is the first look. So the first one is the same game parlay. Kyrie Irving over 21 and a half points combined with Pascal Siakam over 19 and a half points, which you get plus 100 at DraftKings, which is amazing price for yeah. for these two and i'll just dive into the the points here like kyrie irving in the three games against the toronto raptors scored 30 29 and 27 points and a lot of this come from the attention they give to the kd so with kd getting so much attention like it's way easier for for kyrie to score and if you take a look at Kyrie Irving or, or this season, uh, I think he scored 20 plus points in uh, 14 out of the last 15 games when he gets the minutes. If he just exclude the stuff when he was suspended and coming back and playing 25 to 30 minutes, but he usually plays like 36 to 40 minutes when it's a it's a close game, and I expect him to. To have this game is projected with one, minus one and a half point spread. So if this stays close, yeah, I expect I, I I actually expect like 38 minutes for Kyrie or even more. So with those minutes, he clears this line like 79 to 80 percent of the time. In, and yeah, lo- love it. Love this post for Kyrie. And we, when you look at the game, at the games he had against the Nets, against the Raptors, and his scoring and attention to KD, great spot for him. And also, 
Toronto Raptors missing OG Anunobi is probably probably need to pay more attention to KD. You can just put a OG on him. Now you can you need to throw a couple of more double teams. So yeah, open opens up the game for Kyrie. Yeah, yeah. The second game is pass. Second part is Pascal Siakam over over nine over nineteen and a half points. So he scored twenty plus points in fourteen out of the eighteen games this season, and he actually don't have any game where he scored under eighteen points so far this season. So if he, yeah, so if he exclude like a couple of games when he was a minute limit, minute minutes limit, had like coming back from the injury, he actually cleared this line with amazing rate, and he had 19 points in the last two games, but that was like the two poorest game of of the season for Siakam. He was getting great looks, and he was just missing a couple of <laughs> wide open layups. And stuff Don't remind usually, me, man. Usually makes. Yeah, I watched that game, uh, especially the last five minutes. Uh, like, yeah, those two drives—they're like amazing, amazing reads and good. I mean, great like thoughts. Like he was yeah. getting easy. He created two really yeah. good looks in the clutch. He yeah. just he yeah. missed the layups. So if you take a look at Pascal Siakam against the uh, the Nets this season, 37 points in the first game, 24 uh, in the second one, but he had foul trouble and played like 32 minutes. And let's be real, if this game is close, Pascal Siakam is playing 40 plus minutes tonight. Like there is no way around it. Like I expect like, even yeah. 42 minutes for him tonight. So I think he can score like 20 plus points easily, especially with OG out. I, I said a couple of days ago that like two guys you can you should go a lot in the Raptors is OG and Siakam, and with OG out, like the only guy you should go all the time is Siakam. So yeah, love this spot and then making it a one and a half unit, especially with getting plus 100. So many great things about this too. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I am a Raptors fan, so I have watched every time they've played the Nets. They they don't want KD to score. KD is comfortable enough to just allow other guys to score. So Irving's, Kyrie Irving's been doing that. No good matchups defensively for Kyrie Irving, the way Fred, Fred Van Vliet's been playing defense. Siakam has been balling against the Nets uh, or against Orlando two games ago. Siakam had foul trouble, still got 19 against the Kings. In an off night, he dropped 19 points. So if he's at all on here this is going to be a pretty easy cover for i think yeah. both of these players so also great stuff for, for siakam is switching defense on the nets he just he just oh, yeah. cooks there yeah and so we can go to the second one yeah that's uh reminded that that's one and a half units both are one and a half units today the second one love this one nuggets, nuggets against the lakers Anthony Davis over 24 and a half points combined with Nikola Jokic over to 22 and a half points, which is a minus 110 at DraftKings, both DraftKings and BetMGM. So I can probably talk about this one like the last one for like 15 minutes alone. So <laughs> I'll be short. Uh, Anthony Davis scored uh, 25 plus points in 12 straight games with 36 points average over that 12 game span. Wow. Yeah, that's, yeah that, that, that's mind blowing. Like, amazing. 
And it was against some tough defensive teams like Boston Celtics, like uh, 76ers. And yeah, a couple of tough matchups, but still he still scored 30 points, effortless, looking effortless at the moment. And that's not we are something we are used to with AD over the last two seasons. But he's just like making free throws, making mid-range shots, making threes, being like, ultra-aggressive, getting rebounds, offensive. Like he just decides, okay, I'm playing this. I, we need we need me. We need me to play like the MVP candidate to yep. get the to the playoffs. And I'll be real, like over the last like 15 games, I would safe to say that AD is the best player in the league. Like 35 points on average with 13 rebounds and probably the best top, top three defense in the league. Like that's yeah, that's MVP candidate, but the slow start in the first half of the season is is, is why he's not up there and the Lakers record. record. But yeah, but they are starting to win games lately. Yep, yep. And now we get to the second part of this. Missing. I mean, he's getting going against Nikola Jokic. Like, Nikola Jokic can't guard AD one-on-one. That's, like, impossible. Yeah. And <laughs> Jokic, you also need to be careful to not get into the foul trouble. And I don't think they double team or anything. They'll just like single cover from both sides. That's why I like this best. And if you like look at like Gordon is at guarding LeBron James, and he's a great matchup for him. Like with his size and athletic, he's a very athletic guy. And I think he can slow down um, LeBron James and just do a good job there. And we all we can look for further. Like we have Bruce Brown covering Volker, and also a great matchup for for Denver. Bruce Brown is an amazing defender. I and really like Bruce Brown. Yeah, yeah. I think think he gets Volker a tough time. Lonely Volker. Third matchup is KCP Dennis Schroeder. I mean, also great defender. So like the Lakers will know best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Lakers will know the best. So everyone besides AD is in a tough matchup. I think I won't count Patrick Beverly because he's like non-factor on offense. Yeah, can you look at his line? His line is like four and a half points, and he still gets under more than overs. Like crazy. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's on AD part. And the second part is bad in Nikola Jokic. And I'll just say, Nikola Jokic, when he need, he's needs to score, he's scoring. Like, he will just, he's a guy that when they need him to score to win, he will just go there and get the bucket. But when they are playing like Houston Rockets or Pist, I mean, some, type, some bad teams that are like likely to get blown out, he'll just take the back seat and get triple double with. 10 rebounds and 10 assists and scored 15 points, some easy ones. And yeah, that's Nikola Jokic. And this game for Nuggets away at the Lakers, I think the spread is minus one. So this is projected to be a close game. And we will need like a great, great, great game for Nikola Jokic. And Nikola Jokic is usually the guy that has slow starts to a season and then speed up uh, as the season goes. And yeah, that, that's what we saw in the last couple of games. 32 points against the Pelicans. 
19 points against Dallas, but he was like heavily double teamed in that game. And then another 30-point game against the Portland, 30-point game against the Utah Jazz. And in the last game against the Wizards, he scored 43 points and he was 16 out of 17 on twos. That's like mind-blowing. Like, <laughs> this is so easy. And yeah, in the two games against the Lakers this season, he had 23 points in a game with Michael Porter Jr. And the game where Michael Porter Jr. was out and it was the same lineup as we expect tonight, he scored 31 points on AD. And yeah, I think we could see like easily 30-30 from both of these guys tonight, maybe even higher. So that's why I'm taking this for one and a half unit. Love, the bo- love both of these. I love both of them as well. Uh, you had a lot of thoughts on them for, for good reason. You're very confident in the handicap. Remember, uh, we are going to be going with one and a half units on both of these plays. Uh, we'll have a bonus section, just a second here. But um, first play, Kyrie Irving over 21 and a half points. Pascal Siakam over 19 and a half points on the same game parlay. That is positive. Plus 100 odds at DraftKings. Go and grab that one. And the second official play, a same game parlay. AD over 24 and a half points. Paired with Nikola Jokic over 22 and a half points. That is minus 110 at DraftKings. And BetMGM, that is also a one and a half unit play. Uh, Pips, I know Croatia aren't involved in the final, but uh, there is a request for maybe a, a fun bonus pick here. Unofficial plays for the World Cup final, or maybe if you have one for tomorrow's third place match between Croatia and Morocco. Um, I'll give mine first if you want to take a second to think about it here. Uh, personally, there was a play I really, really liked. Uh, it's it's a complete long shot, so it's not a full unit size or anything, but uh, I, I can't verify if it's still there. But uh, Antoine Griezmann to win the golden ball, I found that for plus 1,700 at cool bet. I'm not sure if that's available everywhere. I also saw him for 1400 on BetMGM. Again, these were yesterday. I'm not sure if they're the same, but I'm thinking that if... So Messi currently is minus 500 to win the golden ball. I'm thinking if, if France win this game, they'll struggle to give Messi the golden ball in another losing final, which he got in 2014. I just think it, it's priced inaccurately here. I don't think Messi should be that much of a favorite, especially like if Argentina lose. So... Taking a flyer on Griezmann to win the award at those long odds, who has been one of the best players in the tournament, if he can nick a goal, I think that's a good spot. Another way to play that is you can go for Mbappe around plus 500, plus 450 to win the Golden Paul as well. Because if Mbappe scores and France win the final, like I very much struggle to see Messi still winning that award. So uh, I'd go for some long shots on the Golden Ball awards. And uh, for you as well, Lovakovic I found at plus 600 to win the Golden Glove. And I think that he's he's got a better chance than doing that as well. So small play on him. I found that one at Bet Rivers at plus 600. But over to you. Uh, any fun World Cup action you want to throw in unofficially? So, yeah, I first will agree with you with, on the messy part. Uh, but I will, of course, take uh, Mbappe. But I actually don't think he will have a great game in the final because... I- I agree. He talked like they will double team him like whenever he gets the ball. Like he, they Eng- England, England did it really well, and um, yeah. Morocco did it really well. Yeah, and I expect like the Argentinian defensive end of the game is like amazing. So I think they can do it pretty well. I would love, I would love uh, Levakovic at plus six hundred. That's amazing. I think we. So it goes well with my bet. My bet will be Croatia, Morocco under two and a half goals. 
which is minus 110. <laughs> That's pretty amazing price to get on the teams that doesn't score like either it's of just, these teams. It's just uh, if the, they rotate, they're going to rotate the squads. That's my only concern betting that one. I don't think they'll rotate the squads that much because uh, a third place means a world to both of these teams. Like that will be like the best African, like, I, I mean, like Croatia will for sure try their best to win this. Like I know our guys, like they are, we were raised and on the, our generation 98 that won the, the third place. And that was like a huge, like accomplishment for this nation. And I think these guys just want to repeat that and add another one. Like you have yep. two, two third places and one silver in like 20 years of our history. Like that's, that's It's quite impressive. It's very yeah, impressive. It's impressive. And I think they will try their best. And Morocco, I think they want it even more. Like they never did it. So like getting third place, yeah, that, that, that's that's yeah, that's one thing I'm afraid in this game. Yeah, because they will just go for it very hard, and yeah, I like under two and a half. Uh, going against one of our chatters over here, liking the over on the game. Uh, so we'll see who comes out on that one uh, in the unofficial picks over here. I'm my only concern is just I just don't know who's gonna play, so I, I usually stay away from third place games. But the final, uh, all my action is essentially hoping France win, and then them not giving the golden ball to Messi. But uh, that will wrap it up from us today. A fun little Friday episode, some unofficial picks for the World Cup. Uh, if you guys want some more content regarding the World Cup, uh, the Fine Margins live streams are over, but in the chat right now on YouTube, I am going to toss in the link to watch the episode from yesterday that I was hosting, and we had some discussion about the third place match and the World Cup final for this weekend. So if you guys want some more betting content, that episode is up right now for you guys to check out. But if you're sticking with the NBA picks, keep it locked by subscribing to the Board NBA YouTube channel and following the Board NBA on Twitter. We go live every weekday to give you some NBA discussion and bets. You can also check check this out anywhere you like to get podcasts. Just search Pick and Roll, and the episode goes up a little bit after the live stream finishes. But two one-and-a-half-unit plays, let's try to get some winners, and it, we'll see you Monday for more from myself and Pips. Thank you again, everybody. 